Welcome to the Magic Podcast, a portal for committed, spiritual, and high-achieving entrepreneurs who desire to break free from hassle culture and actually lead a life and business from ease. I am your host, Melody Escobar, a somatic and embodiment coach who supports humans just like you, regulating their nervous systems and embodying a life of freedom. I am also gay, I love Harry Potter, and I am the most organized person you'll ever meet. On this podcast, we will have conversations about trauma healing and nervous system regulation. I'll be sharing my own personal experiences and lessons, as well as strategies and actionable steps for you to actually enjoy the vision board life that you've been working your ass off to create. Let's dive into the show. Okay, hello, hello, everyone. And welcome to this, I was going to call it live, but it's almost like sort of a masterclass. Like, I think it's going to be very, very, very juicy. I prepared the Google Doc for you so you can apply things. So I'm very excited for this topic. Okay. I'm streaming. Great. We are in the Zoom meeting. Perfect. Mm, I forgot to get you the link for the Zoom meeting. Well, you can be on the Facebook group. Next time I'll do it differently. Okay, let's just get started. So if you are new into this space inside the Freedom Creator community, every two weeks I go live on Wednesdays, unless something happens, of course. And we do this thing that is called the Vortex, which is what we're doing today. Initially, the Vortex was about hot seat coaching so you were asking questions through a google log and i was just answering them but i decided that apart from that what i was going to do is add specific topics so you could see already the topic ahead of time and see if this is something that's interesting that you want to learn from okay um so basically i can answer your questions you can come live ask your questions live or you can drop them into the form, I'll answer them for you. And as well, I will go through the topic of the week or whatever. So for this week, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be taking you through the four-step process that I take my clients to basically help them to release this inner critic, the mean inner voice that tells them that they are not good enough. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because I've been through the same process, right? And I'm still healing um, all of that stuff related to inner critic. But the thing is, I needed a lot of external validation to feel good enough. Like I needed to get external things, like external achievements, things to just prove to my family, especially that I'm, you know, I'm enough. Please love me. You know, I'm worthy of your love. So I needed to get either like diplomas, money, clients, like whatever it was just to prove that I was good enough. And because I was stuck in that cycle of shame of not feeling enough, that led to, yeah, just constantly feeling ashamed of myself. Like I felt like I was constantly trying to reach some sort of like imaginary bar that was like higher and higher and higher. So because I, was, I wasn't I was able to reach that bar, it was like this constant feeling of like shame and guilt and like wanting to hide away. And yeah, I felt like because of all of that, I had to hide who I was or at least like parts of who I was 
because yeah it didn't feel good enough so it's like I'm not going to show this because this is just like not good to show in public I'm not going to be loved I cannot be myself fully so maybe I was like even showing up in social media and not really talking from that place of authenticity of this is who I am like this is one of the examples that I always mention that, that I tell Jen as well my partner that is I used to judge my family for like watching reality tv and I was like oh my god how can you watch that but I was just there in you know like in a corner of the kitchen like <laughs> watching the show as well because I was fucking interested in the show as well and the fact that I was able to open up publicly to my friends my family and this might sound very stupid but for me it was huge or even like online and say yes I absolutely adore reality tv right like this is cute that I'm able to just come here inside the freedom creators community and for me say I love reality TV and I'm doing this kind of work, right? Anyway, so as I was saying, like, I constantly felt like I needed to prove myself. I needed all of this external validation. I felt a lot of shame. I felt like I had to hide myself. And I was also comparing myself all the time. Like, I was looking at what everyone was doing, how everyone was doing. And it was just an excuse for me to just feel like I am not enough. I'm not there yet. Like, just putting myself down, just being that sort of, like in a bully right that was just telling me all the time you are not good enough so just let me drink some water all of this is obviously related to that inner bully inner critic however you want to call it and i want to talk to you about more specific struggles that i've come across that my clients have come across related to that inner critic because first i want you to become aware of the inner critic being there right? Because, well, you see later when I walk you through the process, the first step is awareness. So this is why I'm explaining my story and the struggles that I had to face. And now I'm going to go through specific details. You can also pinpoint a specific moments of your day, of your life, of your journey, whatever. It's like, oh, this is happening to me as well. This is because the inner critic is activated. So you can patch yourself in those moments and you'll do the next steps that I will go in a few moments okay so some of the struggles is imagine that you wake up and you check your phone or your email or whatever and there is a message from a client that tells you that they decided that they don't want to continue in your one-on-one they finished the three months and then it's like i'm done thank you very much this was amazing but even though the client is fine you went through the three months you're already into that spiral of they don't like me probably they think that I'm not good enough, that I haven't given them enough. Like probably they just think that my coaching is not good. Maybe they think that I should be better, that I should be this way. And the thing is, now you feel like shit. And when you open your Instagram, for example, and you see all these coaches posting about, you know, client wins and all of the things, it's just an excuse for you to get that confirmation of that everything that you thought is true. It's like, see, I'm not good enough. I'm not there yet. Yes, this client left me because, of course, there's much better people out there and all of the things, right? So this is one of the ways. You're constantly questioning yourself. You feel like you're not good enough. You get trapped in this comparison cycle. Another example, imagine is in the night, 11 p.m. on a Saturday, whatever, right? And even though it's Saturday, you're still on your laptop working. And you're like, fuck, because I plan to watch a movie with my partner while having some snacks, you know, with a fire and a blanket. 
but I haven't been able to stop because there's this little voice in my head that tells me you still haven't done enough. Why? Because you didn't get, I don't know, five sign-ups today, like whatever it is. This is different for everyone, right? So you feel like because you didn't achieve that goal yet, you do not deserve to have that night, movie night, whatever with your partner that you wanted. So it feels like you're never able to stop because you're constantly trying to achieve something. This is a sneaky way the inner critic shows up, okay? And now another example. Imagine that you have a masterclass coming and you wanted to prepare some slides. So you spend, you know, like you plan, you schedule the time for the afternoon to do it and you've been working on that slides like for five hours and it looks great. It really looks great. Like your partners are like, oh my God, that looks amazing, babe. But you keep changing things. You keep like, this color doesn't feel good. The way that I've said this doesn't feel good. Maybe there's something else I need to add. I don't think this is good enough. Probably they think that this is not valuable enough. Probably they think like, oh my God, like I've just paid. Or like, oh my God, I've just wasted my time. Like you're just trapped again in this cycle of perfectionism, right? So these three examples are the easy way, the easiest way to sort of like spot that inner critic in the moment. Remember that spiral of I'm not good enough and that leads to comparison, the overworking, overdoing because you never feel like you've done enough because you always need to reach a specific standard and then that perfectionism of like I need to do things absolutely perfect otherwise people will touch me otherwise it's just sucks, right? Oh, sorry, I didn't see the messages. Binta, hello, how are you? <laughs> I love to hear your story. Oh, I'm so glad. Hello, hello. Okay, so those are the things, right? And the reason why this happens, and this is where the interesting part comes, is that all of this is related to trauma. So I don't want you to think that there is something wrong with you. Maybe even you've done like a lot of inner work and stuff and all of these things keep coming up and you're like, but why does this happen? There is nothing wrong with you. You are perfectly fine. But what's happening is that there's still trauma in your body. Okay. What does this mean? Again, I feel like I repeat this every single time, but this is very, very important. Trauma is not just about the event itself. Trauma is basically an event or a series of events that just felt like too much for the nervous system. So it's not about what happened, it's about the capacity of your body to deal with what happened. That's why trauma looks different for absolutely everyone because we are all unique. We all had to go through different things. We all have different bodies and what what might be traumatic for me might not be traumatic for you. And of course, we all have different conditions, different privileges. We all have to go through different things because of the color of our skin, because of the society that we were born into, like blah, 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 right? So remember, trauma is not just like all the things that we think about, like sexual abuse, physical abuse, car accidents, war, which of course can be very traumatic, but it could be absolutely anything. And when we go through those situations, like, Probably there were situations in which either our environment, school, society told us that we were not good enough, that we were just not enough. So we felt like we needed to prove ourselves 
to be accepted. We needed to prove ourselves to reach that standard in which we were held to. We needed to prove that we were worthy. We needed to fight for that validation. We needed to fight to be seen and all of the stuff. And of course, I created this huge wound, like, <laughs> you're not enough. And what happens when you have to go through those situations your nervous system doesn't feel safe. Like your nervous system is like, what the fuck is happening? I cannot be myself fully. I need to prove myself. I'm not being seen. I cannot be my authentic self. Let's go into a survival response because I need to protect you from whatever is happening. So basically the body goes into a survival response, meaning it feels like it's under a threat. You are not being seen. You are not being acknowledged. You've been... Um, let me just check one second, because in Zoom, I'm fine. And I'm not sure if my screen is on. Because I'm doing it in Zoom, sometimes the screen freezes, and I'm not sure if I'm being um, streamed through Facebook. But yes, I think I'm here. I don't know if Inda, you're still there, or she can't, you're still there. Please let me know if... You can see me, which I think you can, but just in case. What was I saying? Yes, because we found ourselves in those situations. Obviously, the nervous system is like, fuck, this is not safe. It's not safe to be you. It seems like you need to fight so hard to be approved for just being who you are. So let's activate this protocol of like protection so they can ensure survival, even though maybe your physical survival was not threatened. I don't know if that makes sense. The survival of your authentic self was threatened. So we go into this protective mode. So the nervous system feels unsafe, triggers these responses. All of that energy is released because we're not able to release that energy because we didn't have the, the possibility to process all of that because of the situation that we had to go through. This energy was built up in the system. It was stored in the body. All of that energy carries the memory of trauma. So you do not have to remember these specific things that happen because everything is stored there. Like the reason why I started this life, the vortex, this masterclass, how are you going to call it? Talking about these specific examples is because we don't need to remember the specific things that happen. We can look at our current situation in order to see if we've got stored trauma or not. So if you are experiencing, like me, I was, or my clients, all of these situations of comparison, of shame, of having to do, of having to prove, and all of the things, even though you cannot remember specific situation in which you were like, oh, because of this, this is why I didn't feel enough, the current situation, your body is giving you the information that you need why because all of that memory has been imprinted in your fascia you never system again i'm repeating myself didn't feel safe it triggered all of those survival responses all of that survival energy was released it couldn't process the survival energy because of the shitty situation we were in and now is inside our body okay let me check the chat there we go let me know if you have any questions, anything that comes up, feel free to ask. Now, now you understand, you have the awareness 
of all of those sneaky ways in which the inner critic is showing up. Now you know what this inner critic is coming from. Like, like this is the deepest route that we can go to. Like we understand that all of this is survival energy stored in the body. So what we need to do is work on releasing that trauma from the body so we can finally, I'm not going to say get rid of because that is not the proper word, but heal or process those wounds. Heal that inner critic because obviously the inner critic is there to protect you. Like that survival energy that was activated in order to protect you, translating into that inner critic telling you that you're not good enough so you can work even harder to get the approval because when you didn't have the approval, you didn't get loved. Therefore, you are not safe. So your inner critic basically just wants you to be the best version of yourself to protect yourself, even though we know this is dysfunctional because it was created through trauma. But it's trying to protect you. So I'm not going to say get rid of it, but mostly like, can we embrace it? Can we heal it? Because obviously this inner critic is activated because it doesn't feel safe because of everything that we had to go through. So as I was saying, when we work on releasing that trauma, what happens? So maybe you're able to show up on an Instagram live, right? And you decide to say, like I did, I watch reality TV. It's open. It's out there because you don't give a shit about what people think. You don't give a shit if people are going to think like I did, that I was simple, that I was a shitty person, that I was just like normal and not unique. I don't give a fuck. I know that I'm unique, right? So I am able to come here live and say, yes, I do that, right? Or whatever. Um, or maybe, maybe, and this is one for me as well, you decide to do something for your business that you didn't do before. Like a few months ago, I launched a group program that I've never done before. And I was so fucking scared. And honestly, I felt like I wasn't good enough for it. I felt like I'm not a good business person to do that yet. And all of these things were coming up, right? But now, after all the work that I did, it's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I don't care. I'm good enough. And maybe that's going to be the same for you. You're going to do the thing that you thought you were not capable of because you believe in yourself, because you feel capable, and because you feel worthy of fulfilling your dreams. And maybe that Saturday night, instead of keep working on your computer, you decide, fuck it, I've done enough. I'm obviously doing more than enough. I am someone committed. I am so committed. I'm someone who shows up. So I am just going to shut my computer down and I'm going to, whatever, either take a three-hour nap or like watch the movie. And I'm going to be sitting there in the sofa with my partner telling them, you know what, I feel proud of myself. Because I've done enough and now I'm ready to disconnect because I deserve it because I am enough and all of the things. Okay, so when we release that trauma, we are able to feel okay with who you are, feel proud of who we are. We are able to do the things that we thought we were not capable. Therefore, we are more capable of achieving our dreams. And we are able to stop that cycle of constantly doing, constantly producing, because we feel like we're enough. We feel like we are doing enough. Now, let me share the screen with you. 
because I've created a Google document with the process so you can download it. I absolutely adore this topic and the more that I talk about it, the better I feel speaking about it. Share screen, Google, am I sharing? Yes, I'm sharing it. Okay, so document is very simple. Okay, so if you are watching the replay or whatever and you go straight away into the loaded, I would not do that um, because I've made it very, very simple, very on point. What I would do is watch this and then take notes. Like you can actually download it and just like take your notes so you know exactly what every step is. This process can completely change the way that you act as an entrepreneur, the way that you feel, like, whatever. As I was saying, this process is going to allow you to release that trauma, which is the root of everything. So you can just fucking feel good enough, which is what everyone wants, isn't it? So four-step process to release the inner critic, the process that I use with my clients, okay? I'm just going to read this, basically. So use this process to release the pressure of the inner critic that is related to the survival energy stored in the body because of the things that we had to go through that left us feeling that we weren't good enough. Now, little pause. If you're listening to this in the podcast version, you can access this. So I'm going to leave the link down below for you to join my VIP community so you can access the Facebook group, access all the documents, and you'll see that it's full of masterclasses and other documents like this for you to start taking action now and getting results immediately. So the first process, the first step, sorry, is to recognize the reason why before I was mentioning those things is so you can notice the sneaky ways in which the inner critic is showing up. So the first step is to recognize, to bring awareness to those thoughts. So, for example, if you're finding yourself stuck on scrolling on Instagram, you know, saying all of these things about how you're not good enough, look at this person, blah, 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 like whatever this comparison loop, you can recognize what is happening. As you can see, every single one of these words stuff with a not. So you can remember the four-hour process. Recognize. So in the moment, you recognize that the inner critic, it's activated. Now, something very, very important. Bring compassion. Bring openness. Bring curiosity to these. Don't try to punish yourself. Don't shame yourself. Don't even try to analyze like, oh, maybe this is coming from this, this and that. It's not necessary here. Just notice that it's active, that it's happening. It's like, oh, you're there. I can see how you've been triggered. I'm sure you're not feeling safe. I am going to be there for you. I am noticing you. I can see you there. I'm recognizing you. First step. The second step is to reprocess. How do we do this with clients? How can you do this yourself? You reprocess by noticing 
the sensations. Remember before when I said the memory has been imprinted in your body. The memory, the survival energy is triggering the thought. Remember that the thoughts are triggered because of our nervous system. They start in the body, they go to the head. So what we need to do, rather than trying to go straight away into the mind level, we reprocess to, through the felt sensation of that survival energy. What does this mean? So imagine I'm on the sofa, as I was saying, scrolling, and I find myself in that like comparison spiral. And I recognize, I'm like, oh my God, you're there. I'm so sorry to hear that you're suffering. Like, what are you saying? Right? Like, just bring that curiosity, that, comp that compassion, that openness. And now it's like, okay, now that I'm present with this inner critic, where can I feel it? And maybe you can feel it in your chest. Maybe you can feel it in your leg. Maybe you can feel it in your throat, your head, your jaw. It could be anywhere, but just investigate. Bring in that compassion, that openness, and that curiosity as well. Because this might be difficult, especially if this is the first time that you're doing it, especially if you're doing it alone without the support of a mentor or a coach. This must be might be difficult, okay? So be very gentle with yourself. Can you locate that sensation in your body? When you locate that sensation, I want you to stay with it. So imagine that I'm feeling that sensation in my chest. What I do is rather than analyze, I connect physically. So maybe I feel tension. Maybe I feel tightening. Maybe I feel warmth or cold or pressure. Maybe I feel like bubbly. Like just try to connect with those physical sensations okay to how they feel third step once you're there are there any questions by the way let me go back to the facebook group because i know this here we go No questions. Okay. Third step. Release. Now, this is important. Once you've felt that, once you've recognized, felt the energy, you can ask your body if it needs a release. It doesn't necessarily have to happen. Because sometimes we see these videos, you know, like you need to shake it, you need to jump, you need to scream, you need to do all the things not necessary and sometimes this is not safe what we need to do is gently ask the body what do you need after that because maybe through feeling we're already releasing because the energy needs to be observed and felt in order to move and be released so maybe just that was enough and we stopped there of course when you have one-on-one -on -one customized support it's easier to do with someone because i can guide you through the process and see what you are right but you can still ask yourself Okay, do I need to release? And just trust the answer, right? So maybe your body's like, you know what? Yeah, I need to cry. Or I need to have a nap, right? It doesn't have to be a necessary like aggressive release. It might, but not necessary. Maybe you need to shake. Maybe you need to ground and you just need to feel your body more. Maybe you need to go underwater. Maybe you need to exercise. Like it could be different. 
And the more you practice this, the more you work on connecting with your body that way, the easier it's going to be for you to learn how to listen to that medicine that your body carries, like all those messages that are basically guiding you through the proper steps of healing. So the release process, you ask your body if it needs any sort of release. Once you've done that, if you had to, the fourth step and final step, it's reprogram. Now, we are layering that foundation. What we are first doing is noticing the energy, acknowledging it, feeling it, and allowing it to be released in whatever way or form. And now we're going to support that process. We're going to create that connection, mind-body connection, to going to the thoughts. Okay, what I do in this reprogram process is I guide clients to first orient to the environment. We don't go to jump in, we don't want to jump into the head, we don't want to jump into the mind. Like, we want to make sure that we are embodied. So, connect with the things around you, use your eyes to look at the room that you're in. Notice the things. Maybe feel your feet. Maybe you want to feel your, the weight of your body on the ground. So connect with the environment. Connect with yourself. And then bring your hands to your heart. And I've called this reparent just because it's like behind that inner critic, there is that scared, that hurt, that fear, that shame, that whatever it is that needs love, that didn't have love. And that is why we had to activate all of that survival energy. So maybe after going through that process, can you tell yourself whatever you feel like you need, like you are good enough just as you are right now. And I'm doing this while feeling my heart, while noticing the environment. I am rewiring those thoughts while being embodied, which is what is going to create long-term results. You are good enough just as you are right now. And I am here for you. You see, like the reason why we're doing this step-by-step -step in this specific order is because I'm working through layers. This is very, very, very intentional. Even the way that I started this life was very intentional. Because I want you to go by layers. This is like a, how do you say, pyramid, pyramid? I don't know how to pronounce it. But you start by the foundation. And this is the foundation. Recognize, reprocess, release, and reprogram. Now, Something very, very important. I'm going to put this in the Facebook group. I'm going to stop sharing now. And remember, if you're in the podcast, I'll leave the link. So just join the VIP to access all of that. Let me go to the Facebook group. <laughs> the four-up process. Yeah, it's a different one. Jen, Jen created the four-up process. Um but I modified it for the inner critic. So 
I don't want you to do this process and feel like that. That's it. I'm going to be healed. <laughs> I want you to release the expectations of that happening. It's not going to be healed in one time. I want you to embrace this for our process in a way that feels compassionate, that is gentle. And like, you know what? I am taking care of you now. I am going to do as much as I can or everything that I can in order to support you because I know that you've suffered and I know that right now you are suffering and this is why you are triggering these thoughts and these beliefs and all of these things and these behaviors. So I am going to keep showing up for you no matter what. I am going to be there for you. Even if I have to do this process 50 times. So please release the expectation of suddenly everything. Just be like, oh, it's fine. Because <laughs> it will not. It will not. And this is a mindset thing. You need to understand that these things take time. You need to be willing to be there for the long term. You need to be willing to commit even when you don't see results. Because otherwise you will not progress. I know this is a bit of like tough love, but it's necessary. Like this is why when I work with clients, we work one-on-one, we work on those three things, mindset, trauma, and nervous system, because we all like, we have all of these elements of these three things that are required to succeed. So detach any expectation, just do it for the sake of showing up for yourself, of being that person that you needed, that you didn't have in your past. Okay, and know as well that, and this has happened to me, and I was like before creating a post about it, about trauma and how trauma has showed up for me in my business, like a lot of things that I thought they were healed because I've done a lot of work because I healed from fucking like chronic illness. And I was like, yeah, I've got this. If I was able to do that, I'm able to do whatever. And then a lot of things were coming up. I was like, what? But they are all the layers of the same one that wait to come up until you're ready for it. So you might think that you have addressed something, like it's happened to me. I thought that I was, you know, addressed like the invisible wound and it came up again. And it doesn't mean anything about me. It doesn't mean that I'm not good enough. I'm not a good enough coach. I'm not a good enough person or like healer or whatever. It just means that I've created the capacity to now look at it from a different perspective, to now get that nuance of that wound that wasn't able to be processed before. Okay, so these things will keep coming up. Now, this is it. If you want to jump off, feel free. If you want to stay a few more minutes with me or a minute or so, like you're also happy because I'm going to tell you that right now I've got a few spots open for my one-on-one. My one-on-one is for those who are like, I want long-term support. I just want someone to be there with me along the way, not to hold my hand in a babysitting way because it's not what we do, but to feel like, oh, I feel relief knowing that I've got someone there to make decisions with, like to support me, someone who sees me, someone that I feel safe with, someone who can understand me. So you want that partnership, you want that long term, you want just someone there And at the same time, you want the step-by-step. You want someone that is very hands-on. Someone who is like, can you? Like, I get to know my clients in a deep level. I get to know my clients in all areas of their lives. 
so we can create very personalized strategies because you know the healing work can be very fluffy and I found myself in that situation as well where my work was a bit fluffy and it wasn't resonating not with everyone and when I started creating very specific strategies it just started clicking people were getting like in you know like incredible results because they knew exactly what to do so if you want that mix of both someone there for you someone to support you someone to hold you someone to guide you and at the same time you want this step by step you want someone very hands-on well i think we are a perfect fit so if you want more information in the one-on-one know that i've got different packages okay we're all in different moments when i've invested like sometimes i was in the capacity to invest in more support, less support, like whatever, you know, different financial situations. So I have a different variety of one-on-one packages to be able to support you wherever you are, right? So just DM me. I'll leave the link below. Um, and I think that is it. I hope this was very helpful. Let me know when you apply it. Um, it was very, very juicy. And I'll see you in two weeks for the next episode. Of course, feel free to hang out with me on Instagram. I'm sharing that stories and posts almost every single day so 